Thank you for joining us as Greg and I continue our discussion of Prez on Funny Book Forensics, episode 258. And we are on to issue two. Issue two. How you feeling so far? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. How about you? It's a, uh, there was, there was a lot like that art's pretty overwhelming. It is very overwhelming. It is a lot because it's, it, it changes style a little bit here and there. Um, in that in midway through the issue. And then also with the, uh, kind of funning it up a little bit with, uh, boss Smiley and his, and his, and his henchy crew. And they're kind of, they kind of got that, um, I don't know. They're, they're garish in a sense. Right. So they're, they're, their, their features are very scary <laughs> and grotesque. Yeah. So tell me, uh, we're, we're, we're on to issue two. Oh, yeah. are we? Yep. Are you ready? I guess. Is this where we, we and start? I, 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 yeah, well, I think we start here because you, you just let us into this. Oh, so okay. all right. The, uh, so can't anybody stop them? <laughs> can't they? Tell tell me what you know about Bobby Fisher. Uh well, he was a uh he was a young he was a young chess player who uh basically took the chess uh I guess uh the 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 chess uh world by storm uh defeating and unseating those before him who were of a much older age and higher noted stature and then disappeared into obscurity after winning but this year uh he was still well known um but he was the world champion of chess at the time in 1972 through 1975. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The great source Wikipedia. Ah, uh, yes. And so he was also super, the youngest U S chess champion of all time. And so, yeah, it, he was known to be a little bit eccentric later in life, but I think he's still uh, a little eccentric here, but uh, well-known. Mm-hmm. And he sort of he was accused of of Soviet collusion in the sixties. What? Or accused the Soviets of collusion, but he was also accused of some weird things. He was accused of weird things and and collusion. And well, he, accused- he refused to play the Soviets, so there was some controversy. So I said that completely backwards, right? He accused them of conclu- of collusion, and he mm-hmm. semi retired in the mid sixties because he refused to play them. Yes. Uh, and so that leads us right into our story here, that little bit of backstory. Yes, yes. And we've got Robbie Fishhead, the king of chess here on the front page. Could that be a analog for Bobby Fisher? And Queen Errant. Hmm. Foul. And something bad is about to happen in the final chess match. Winner take all. Oh my goodness, Russia versus USA. Very timely. Yeah, Russia versus the US. Um, controversy and getting the president involved. Oh my gosh. The only 
that there's only one person who can help, and that's the FBI. The chief. It's of the amazing FBI. that a, a president with long, <laughs> floppy blonde hair would have the FBI involved in a controversy over Russia. What? In these unprecedented times. I know. It's crazy. Well, let's jump into the invasion of the chessmen, also by Joe Simon and Jerry Grandinetti. Prez issue two. Number two. And uh, you can join the Sales Leadership Club. Oh, uh, yeah. Make a lot of money. So, so these adverts are yeah. so fun. Do you sell those Christmas cards? Get yourself a windmill musical, uh, windmill musical jewelry box, or uh, I, think I got eight dollars once, dude. That's pretty good. I I want that like little um, portable phonograph. That's pretty sweet. So the Prez is on a whirlwind tour. He goes to like Bangladesh. Yes. He's going everywhere, and, and it seems like there's there's bad stuff everywhere he goes happening. Yeah, and, and then his plane gets blown up, or a plane just like his. It's not so good. Yeah, boom, explosion. And he goes Gorillas. to Berlin. He goes to Hong Kong, and I, I don't know what's going on there. The the freebie, his plane is the freebie. He goes to Hong Kong. There's tanks. There's the citizens of Hong Kong. Welcome him, but there's mass rioting. <laughs> Yeah, it's there. like it's weird. It's like he doesn't even notice. He gets off the the plane on one side, and there's like a war going on in Hong Kong on the hmm. other side. Okay. We've never we've never seen that either. Unprecedented times. Yeah, and he flies around the whole world, acting like he's a leader of the free world, where war is happening everywhere, China, um, including Russia, New York City. Yeah, apparently. Again, never seen this ever. <laughs> well, no, it's unprecedented times right now where police would shoot at and accost African-Americans in New York. Yeah. The land of peace and goodwill. I don't want to. Uh, that New York panel is also like massively disturbing for a whole nother reason. If you look down to the lower right hand corner. Oh, yeah. No, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Definitely. You've got a. Wow. Uh, bunch of people in what look like very stereotypical Middle Eastern garb regalia shooting into a crowd of people. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought wants, these books were fun. He wants peace in our time and that's what he's calling for. I thought these books were fun. They, they, they get fun, Dan, they get fun. They're, they again, like I said, they talk about the hard hitting things and then they they wrap it up. They in promise fun. me fun. They uh, well, no, you you brought these books to the table. I I said, all right, let's read them. And I was I was amazed by how much stuff was inside once you unpacked it, and how well, scarily real these books are. Are yeah. <laughs> so the. The president. <laughs> yes, the president is is standing up and telling everybody he wants peace in our time. <laughs> Later at the Washington uh, National Airport, which is Reagan National, which is yes. weird to it's before that. Yes, yes. Uh, and walking out to a bunch of cars with amazingly uh, 
well-groomed doppelgangers. I think we should get on to the chess match for chapter two here. Okay. He's got a bunch of body doubles, people. Body doubles. He apparently has a bunch of body doubles and clearly is is not, I guess that whole undistinguished, maybe it wasn't fake news about the whole undistinguished career thing. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be making the most of his presidency. Yeah, maybe not. So, the chess king, back in the White House, chapter two. Okay, yeah, so we are on, um, I don't know what is happening here. We have, like, diamond checks. <laughs> um, he's getting a report. Um, and he's getting his agenda. And then he walks into a room he's with like, the world chess champion. And it is the most psychedelic looking room Oh, it's a trip, man. And the chess champion's wearing like a uh is that a bishop hat? Um, I do believe it's a it's a it's a king's crown and a bishop's hat all in okay. one. All in one, and then he's got like a, a giant cape. Yeah, and then oh, he looks a like a gesture down a jester down below, which is Yeah, weird. it's it's great. I love his outfit. I, I kinda want one like that. It's pretty sweet. I know you do. Why don't you cosplay as this? I should, I could. And all cosplay is Martha, the vice president. Okay. Wait, you... Why did you say that name? Her name's right there. I I know, but why did you say Martha? Because it's... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Prez has something in common. It's Superman. Superman, and Batman. Batman, Prez! Wait, we don't know that yet. Oh, gosh, we don't. It's it's all it's all coming Vice together. President Martha. Jeez. Okay, so chess is happening. Martha gets destroyed in chess. Uh by the chess king. Yeah. Which is also a really great story. And then she says, You look tired, son, rest a while. So 70s. apparently Martha is his mom. So he made his mom the vice president. Is that his mom? I thought it was yes. his sister. You look tired, son. Set and oh. rest a while. You you had it your lunch today? Oh my gosh. I bet not. Are Let me all get... Martha's moms? Yes. All moms are Martha's. Let me get you a hot toddy. Here, sit down while I prepare you something. Um Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> I just don't even know how to unpack this. I... Like this book is insane. Like you go from like protesting and then you go from the president ignoring war as it's happening all around him because, you know, and acting like nothing's happening. And then you get to the psychedelic chess game and then you get to his mom waiting on him. And she's strong because that chair is huge, man. She just grabs that chair and just like picks it up and she's got mom strength and just like, let me get this chair for you, Prez. This book is so freaking confusing. Um, it's a it, there's a lot of dialogue going on. <laughs> there's like a wall of dialogue. It's <laughs> so anyway, they get in and the chess king. Um, the given defeated a... white Russian chess team, which I love, has yes. uh, accepted the challenge of their hated rival, the chess king. So. I guess we're reviving the the Bobby Fischer uh, Russian controversy of the mid 60s. Yes. And 
we are getting into it. Now, this is some crazy stuff. They've got like a live chessboard with <laughs> and their teams are like actually people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very it's very pre pre uh, um, like if if you're a wizard lover, <laughs> there's there's that. But there, it, it's got a it's got a feel of like when you go to like a um, one of those big parks, right, where they got the you can move the pieces and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and everything. But this is like imagine if you could dress up inside. the. I'd actually be kind of cool, though. It's battle chess, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, this has got a this is a full spectator sport. We've got uh, folks from the Kremlin. We've got Prez looking really bored in the front seat. Yeah, uh, there and everybody else is excited, but Prez is just kind of you know leaning over. All right, let's let's do this. Um, let's get and they on. tell them the game will start after a warm up period because apparently you warm up for chess now. Yeah, well you have to, and you got real people playing. So. They start the game and uh, some little man tells the queen, don't forget the poison pawn. Oh, the poison pawn. And then Bill is quitting his job again. Again? Damn it, again. Bill. Oh. Same scene. Take that job. Damn you, Cleveland it. Institute of Electronics. So Rook to Knight, <laughs> Rook to King, Knight 3. We've got a lot of chess talk going on. I have no idea what's happening because I am terrible at chess. Uh, maybe you can enlighten me. Uh, you know, it's it's chess talk. It's chess talk, man. It's just chess talk. Oh wait, the Russians are cheating. They're cheating. They're using uh they're 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 using some kind of mind control. It's just like Bobby Fisher, I mean Robbie Fishhead said. Yeah. It's it's terrible. And they zonked him with electric shock waves. Zap, zap, man. Oh, wow. Well, I um, mean, and that's very timely, too. I mean, sound, yeah. sound waves, electric shocks, all that stuff, man. I mean, it's a real deal. You know, I had real fun reading this book, and I am having way less fun talking about it. It's a, it's a fun. Well, that's the thing, though. Reading it versus talking about it is two different things because you could read it and go, oh, man, yeah, yeah. And then and then talking about it is like there's a lot. It's a lot. OK, well, I am now completely distracted because on the other side of the page, they're back. Your favorite rare Golden Age comic strips. There is a whole uh, issue set coming out. Rush my subscription where they are going to reprint all of these Golden Fa- Golden Age comic strips. Terry in the including Pirates. Buck Rogers and Superman and Mandrake the Magi- Magician. Unfortunately, I don't see any reference to the Blue Beetle comic strip. No, but you can get Brick Bradford. Yep. And Dick Tracy. Yeah. So that's pretty epic. Pretty and cool. And Terry and the Pirates and yeah. Tailspin Tommy and Prince Valiant. So that's cool. Anyway, the president's leaving before a dangerous incident happens. He's going to get one of his body doubles. And all right, we can now we've got chapter three, terror in the Capitol. So now we've got chess pieces blowing up things uh, all over the Capitol. And they all are black chess pieces. So that must be the evil Russians. They are going to take us out. And uh, with chess pieces. Oh, no. 
And it's it's kind of sad because like everyone's all excited to see these like giant chess pieces go around and like oh look at that that's cool uh oh <laughs> and and then they like Congress is up all uppity that young whippersnapper president has proved that he is unfit to run this country I agree my distinguished colleague the president has to bear the consequences of the shameful episode and then uh, AOC says. You can't blame Prez for what's happening. Give him a chance. <laughs> Very nice. Nicely done. So we move on to the story. Uh, Tara continues. Yeah, we've got uh, Strom Thurmond and uh, some other racist guy come to the president and tell him he's doing a terrible job. And uh, they've got to take this out. So they've got to... In, to get free Eagle, even though he was standing with them a couple minutes ago, but we're going to ignore that editorial faux pas since it's a comic book. And, uh, they send free Eagle, a homing pigeon. Yeah. Cause you know, that's how you, they didn't, this is the original Twitter dude. It even it, like Martha <laughs> tweets. That's right. It's and a pigeon amazing. shows up. And, uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> I'm not sure why they sent a pigeon though or did he sent them a pigeon okay wait oh Eagle Free wants to see them he sent them a, a, a homing pigeon yeah I got it okay I had it backwards that that makes a little bit more sense so the prez takes off in the fake prez takes off and there are prezes going around everywhere and uh, prez follows the homing pigeon I think yeah is that right yeah He's running out and he's being admired by his young loyal fans. Everybody's and uh, he shows up uh, somewhere close to the White House. And Eagle Free is apparently living in a teepee. He's got his own little he's got his his humble office. Um, with all his animals, his menagerie. Yeah. Well, he is the head of the FBI, right? Yeah. He's literally, I guess that makes sense. He has like all the animals to help him out and everything. Yeah, he's like he's like Aquaman, but with animals. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. <laughs> so they uh, they foil the uh, chess pieces. Yes, they foil the chess and pieces. A lot less text is happening, which is probably good. Yeah, we have a montage. I think. I think that's what's up. Yeah, it's it's them and the animals, and they're gonna zap them, and... and they can't stop these mechanical wizards. And then they end up in a chess obsessed story at the chess king's castle, of course, oh, no. because that's that's what's gonna happen. Uh, I am gonna guess that 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 Eagle Free and and Prez are gonna solve this problem. However, the chess pieces are, are getting them. It looks like a bad Doctor Who episode. It does. It, 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 I, I'm waiting for them to start crying and weeping. And then they fall through a trap door. Damn, a trap door. Yeah, checkmate, because you have to do that. And they are welcomed by the Russian queen who has Robbie Fishhead in chains. Because oh, they did it. They did collude. It was awful. Uh, did Grimbor show up? Yeah. Uh, 
let's not talk about Grimbor, okay? Okay. I it's just a different James. reality. I just I Grimbor <laughs> Grimbor is not brought into existence for a few years after okay. this. Okay. So he doesn't exist in the DC universe yet. So the the uh, the 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 crazy queen. She got a she got a little machine gun, and then she is foiled by the pigeons in one panel. Ah oh, man, pigeons! You can't trust them, dude. Pigeons, they're they're like they're flying rats. You never seen yeah, a baby I, pigeon? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon, Dan? Never. I have not. Are the pigeons not just a MacGuffin here? Like they show up once, and then they. They just happen to be around at the end of the story. What, the it's pigeons? like in Game of Thrones when when the dire wolves show up, right? Uh, like they're not in like seven episodes in a row, and all of a sudden, uh-huh, the dire wolves at the start of the episode, they are going to do something. All right, these pigeons, man, boom! The <laughs> this is so this is so nuts. So the villain is defeated in one panel. Yes. And not one page, mind you. One panel. One panel. Boom. Pigeons show up. He grabs and then his gun. mom's giving him stuff at the White House to eat. And of course, that's what moms do. he's now on the new dollar bill. Wait, how'd you get that? I don't know. It's our little secret that I'm sure we'll find out in issue 10 of this book because it's going to get there. Yep. Prez Rickard on the one dollar bill. I actually, sure. I would, I would love a one dollar bill with his face on it. It'd be cool. Oh no, epilogue, epilogue. Oh, Uh-oh. I thought okay. this was over. Oh no, they, oh, they're no. back. The anger. Okay, wait. What possible reason could we need an epilogue to this story? Well, because, I mean, there's reasons, Dan. There's reasons, and we're gonna find oh, out. Oh, hold up, hold up. I'll hold up. All right. Um, so Eagle Free, Mr. President, Senator McNitty is here to hold that the urgent meeting with you regarding the right to gun control amendment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then he says, this amendment must be killed for the safety of all Americans. It's up to you, Mr. President. Hold your cool, Mr. Senator. Suddenly the lights go out in the president's office, a sharpshooter's bullet shatters a window Ugh. on may 3rd at approximately 8:35, one shot was fired in the president's office 20 minutes later an ambulance was seen leaving the white house security guards moved in to double up on an all night vigil next issue assassin in the white house <gasps> dun, dun, dun. that is a really cool ambulance though so I, I'm going to say one thing here. I think like it's it's this like it is kind of fun to talk about. I guess I said I wasn't having fun. I wouldn't say that. It's like I'm almost getting a headache because of the roller coaster ride that these books take you on. They yeah. take you from like ridiculously not serious to like the president gun control bills and the president being shot being shot <laughs> by the way i would just like to point out that gun control and gun rights it's clearly a brand new issue in 2020 that nobody ever talked about in the entirety of history they never talked about it back ever in the past ever um, right it's a brand new issue you know I, I heard they never had guns back in the day those guys are trying to take your guns away 
um, has never been uttered as a political statement ever or used as a strategy to rally people or scare just, people. I thought people just had slingshots. Yeah. It's just, well, they were trying to take your slingshots away. Yeah. You know, and so. yeah, well, good news is, um, we, somebody wants me to have a new career again. And now we've got the Olympic prize sales club, which does the same thing as the sales leadership club. And then we've got rally bicycles. Oh man. Right. And this like one for the roads and one for the loads. Yep. Well, you need your bike to take out backpacking. Yeah. So you can go around, walk along the railroad tracks with your friends and find a dead body in the woods after having <laughs> leeches eat you. That's right. And you got a whole entire, and, and all that money that you saved from your new career, you, you put in a jar underneath the, the, the porch. And then you break up a fight in a bar and you're stabbed to death. Oh God. Too soon. Or you go on to be the most hated scare character on Star Trek, the next generation. Too soon. And you become the mortal enemy on Big Bang Theory. So it's all good. It's all good. So we are on to issue three. Issue three. The Prez has been shot. Oh, man. Um, so we start out. We start out. Um, is Eagle Free just bad at his job? Because he was the head of the FBI, right? Yeah, he's the head of head. He, he is the I head guess, of the FBI. I guess the Secret Service is the one that deals with this protection, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Secret but, Service deals with the protection, and they're not doing their best. I feel like Eagle Free, though, was distracted by Queen Errant and was too focused on that mission yeah. to protect the president. Yeah. I feel like he's really letting the president down. Probably. I mean, he he's only but one person. And, you know? and this is this is where this book is is so incredibly wacky. So we leave the rest last issue right with the president seemingly being shot through a window, right? Yes. And now he's in a scope on the cover of 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 issue three, and he's being asked, "Is it true, Mister President, that you are meeting with a revolutionary general today in a fight to the death?" Yes, if he has the guts. So apparently, uh, they're going to do some cage fighting uh, in these pages, presumably. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Yeah. But but first. Um, don't be half a man, Greg. That's right. Because Charles Atlas wants you to be more than that. <laughs> hey, don't be a weakling. Don't let a sand kicker kick sand in your face. Yeah. I did that once. And now in the new improved Charles Atlas, I can do it again. I can sell you lots of things. Yeah. Look at his. I want. Okay. In all honesty, though, these shorts are much better than the other shorts. These leopard print deals, that's pretty sweet. I could I could rock that, I think. I'd, I'd, I'd do that. Well. Um, better than the Spanx. <laughs> Anyways. I'm just thinking Ben Stiller from Dodgeball um, <laughs> right now. Yes. Yes. And anyway, so we... Uh, George Washington, 1786. We are fast verging to anarchy and confusion. Do you think he's referring to the Articles of the Confederation? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. A strange procession. I, I believe that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, 
let's not get into too much American history because this book certainly doesn't, but it tries maybe. I think so, it touches uh, on those touch notes and it brings forth uh, the questions for those to, to ponder. And uh, back then they could crack open a book and nowadays you can open up a Wikipedia and hopefully no one's changed too much of the history for you to, to uh, make assessments from the Wikipedia page that you're reading. Well, I, uh, 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 George Washington, presumably George Washington, um, led militia is attacking the white house with cannons. Well, this is terrible. Um, and they launch a canister into the white house. I, I <laughs> right into the can, right into the White House. A canister, and they fire a yeah. canister, and then and wait, and somebody gets out of it, and like, it's a little man. Yeah, they shoot a, a little dwarf. man. They shot. They shot. They did dwarf tossing into the White House. Wow. Do you know, like that in in Washington State, uh, yeah. they tried to ban. Cannons? Uh, no, oh. dwarf tossing. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and like the pro wrestling people got together and tried to like make sure that didn't happen. Well, I mean, it's 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 a performance, and you shouldn't stop performances if the people want to perform. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, people thought that they should tell people what type of jobs they can have. Yeah, if that's what it, if that's the job that they want to do, if they want to be tossed, that's what they want to do. And uh, I, yeah, it's just weird. Um, as weird as this panel. Yeah, um, there's so, a lot going on in in these pages right here. <laughs> yeah, and this uh, this this man who shot in the 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 canister in the White House, he says, I am a Washington Minuteman, Mr. President. <laughs> and this little invasion serves to dramatize our objections uh, to your bill to outlaw firearms. So uh, a militia is invading the White House mm -hmm. uh, to prevent uh, the president from, from signing a bill. To take away their guns. Or to, from sharing a bill to... Uh, yeah, take away their guns, or um, to or to, to change, yeah. yeah, to change their their current standing that they have. I guess Prez really is. It does say the bill to outlaw firearms, so maybe he is. I, it's it's unclear. Maybe he is outlawing all firearms, and that's why they're upset. Mm -hmm. um, so our, our 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 late and great coach too. Uh, so I've already brought him up in the episode. Would have yeah. pointed out to me when I was a youngin who very much didn't want firearm restrictions mm -hmm. um, that these folks were all carrying like muskets. And so that he would have been okay with that because, you know, like it takes a long freaking time to load a musket. Yeah, it's true. It does. It, I mean, it's, it's a process. It's, you gotta you put your ball in and you put your plug in or you put your powder, your charge, your powder, your ball, your plug, tamp it down. And then you, bring you back your flint. Yeah. It's a, it's a process. It's a, it takes a while. 
Well, we've got a problem. Uh, they're being invaded, and I am much more interested in Smash Up Derby here. Well, I find it interesting that the that the White House, that the the current the the current uh, regime here, with, with Prez at the helm, is uh, has has a bunch of odd looking uh, firearm friendly people wanting him to rethink his his plan, and they're dressed in funny clothes, and they're and they're attempting this this. Uh, I want to say uh, 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 a coup. <laughs> so the timely. <laughs> yeah. And, and Eagle free is going to infiltrate their ranks with the FBI. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I, I don't know. He's got files on their leaders, man. He knows things, but the smash okay, of so- derby. That's pretty cool. These cars. I yeah. actually remember getting uh, a hold of my uh, my uncles. Uh, they had these when they were kids, or when like so. When I was a kid, I got a hold of theirs, and they were pretty sweet. I mean, pull the pull the cord, and the, the wheels would spin, and they all the pieces would fly off and stuff like that. They're pretty cool. We've got Vampire Bat and Monster Ghost too. Um, oh, sweet. Monster ghost. That thing. I I want to know how does that thing work because it's like seven feet tall. Does it fly? Does it float? Is it just like a big, like? Is well, it a you balloon? can get one. You can get one for only one dollar. Oh man, I need to. I need to get my hands on one. You know, I bet some of the people in the George Washington militia may have worn those monster ghosts uh, as costumes. They could have a winter at Valley Forgery. Yeah, so um, we've, we've jumped in time though. It's chapter two, <laughs> December nineteen seventy seven. So the year of my birth, seventeen seventy seven. No, it's nineteen seventy seven. Oh yeah, because we're later. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. So nineteen seventy three to nineteen seventy seven. Perez has been in office for how many years? No, no, no. He was in office in nineteen seventy seven. Remember the books from nineteen seventy three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're good. All right. So I, I was lost. Remember, it's soft. the future after he was like a senator and then okay. he got to become president. And, oh, you know, I see. There's a whole process. Timeline. I he just like yeah. won by a landslide and just jumped. No, right you into can't it. just become president. Like you, you got you got to, to have an undistinguished career first, according to fake news. Remember that? Oh, that OK, was, that gotcha. Was, you, you, got it. Come on. Keep up with the story. You and now we're do, now we're here. Wait, you don't have to do anything political to become the president? Apparently. Your resume can be fixing clocks and having uh, big, puffy, blonde hair. Okay. Well, we've seen this. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not going to go there. Why not? I mean, it seems like the pres and the president uh, seem to have a lot in common. There's celebrity. Just the hair. Just the hair. hair, the hair. I, I've, I've not seen. I've I've not seen forty five fixed. So shit. not gun control is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what you're what you're saying is not gun control. So okay. So well now we're we're here and uh, um and now we get into some dialogue. And if you were wondering, um, we got down at the dialogue at the bottom of the page. It looks like another bleak winter at Valley Forgery. Yes. At and he's talking to Baron. Baron, the short yes. little the little man. Uh. We're going to say son of George Washington, who's working there with him just for fun here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, George Washington has wooden teeth 
Mm -hmm. And he is a caricature of something, um, probably militias, I'm going to assume. Yeah, early militias, uh, there you go. They're going to get the president and they're going to put him before the firing squad because how dare he take their guns away? They're going to respond by murdering him with guns. Yes. Yes. It seems completely reasonable. That's how you that's how you show somebody. The governor of Michigan doesn't do what I want her to do. I'm going to kidnap her and stuff. Yeah, because that's what that's reasonable. People do that kind of thing. It's it's extremely reasonable. It this is this is the most well thought out plot I've ever seen in comics. I mean, so Prez uh, is in it's his so well thought out that we've never seen it happen in real life ever. Right. <laughs> so, it's almost so I find it, in his office. I find it so funny because I like literally like each and every little tiny bit of all of these things from these comics. 1973 from 1973 i'm reading these the other day and i'm like i'm sitting there thinking to myself these are so ridiculous but and and in that time frame there's no way this could be real 2020 (laughs) hey but greg we live in unprecedented times tune in 24 7 to be shocked by our newscast on our channel, we will tell you everything that you already believe in. And on that other channel, they will tell you everything that is evil. Hey, on our channel, we're going to tell you everything you believe in. And those other guys are fascists. You know, I think all the news is all the news. It's all the same news. <laughs> so now we're jumping into this and the president is shot on page seven. What? I thought he was shot last issue. But it doesn't look like he's shot. So the window shot, but I don't see a prez. I don't see I don't see one either. But uh, so they're all there. They're doing the thing. He's looking out the window. He's kapow. Ugh. So Prez was was really struggling because on, on the next page, we find out uh, an ambulance, an ambulance. Wow, that's quite the ambulance came to the White House and uh, he's under medical guard. Supposedly, we don't know if Prez is alive. Uh, it's a secret. And then we know Prez is in trouble. We should have known the comic book was coming to an end because there's a couple things I want to point out to you. One, Prez is now selling comic books to us. Oh, yeah. He's telling us to to buy the next, next, next to the comics you want. And that's, that's a telltale sign for those following along with our other podcast episodes where if your comic book is telling you, if your comic book hero is telling you to buy a comic book, that is not their comic book. It means their comic book is ending. <laughs> yeah. And you'll notice you could buy a subscription to all these different comic books, action, adventure, Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, Superboy, Superman, world's finest, Shazam, brave and bold flash, etc., etc., etc. And I don't see an option to buy Prez. No, sadly, no, you don't, you can, you can get weird mystery tales and secret sinister, the secrets of sinister house, which both, some of my favorites, but no prez. I can also tell you that there's a problem here uh, because uh, number one, that's not prez because he doesn't have a turtleneck. So uh, that's just some generic kid. That looks um, like prez. That looks just like prez. Okay. Also, I am disturbed because I don't see a Legion of Superheroes title here. Uh, true. 
but they will soon take over Superboy's title and make it theirs, so it's okay. You can get Commandy, though. So we uh, get to the next page, and we have... What are those hang oh. door, wall-hanging things that they sell now? Uh, big heads? Fat head. <laughs> fat fat head, head, yeah. Yeah, fat head. But these, yeah. these are awesome, because actually, um, we we had some of these at the shop, and uh, and they're pretty sweet. Did they you still have, have Supergirl? Sticky. Uh, no, we don't have them anymore. This dude came in and snatched them all up. He's like, "Oh my god, you still have these? And they're on the they're on the Did sheet." Did you have and, Supergirl? Uh, I think we had um, uh, almost like one me. of every character. Yeah, we probably did. How come you don't tell me these things when you get them? We bought them. We put them in the superhero area, and they got snatched up, dude. Uh, I need to update my Ann list to include like the old Supergirl costume. But yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um. So. By the way, folks, you can get all of this at the Retro Emporium on Maine. On uh, 328th and Meeker. Oh, Meeker. In Kent, Washington. Look at me below the advertising. And that that was a a mistake. (laughs) Meeker. Wow. That's a Meeker. You know, I only did a giant report in eighth grade on Ezra Meeker. No, no, um, no. A couple of people. Maine is is not the street. Meeker is the street. Yeah, Meeker is the street. (laughs) I know. Meeker is the street. It's it's where the Retro Emporium is. Yeah. Which is weird because there's a Meeker Street and Meeker. Like, did he live in both towns? Who knows? Ezra Meeker lived in Puyallup. I know, but did he live in Kent as well? No. Why did they name a street after him then? Because he was honored by the valley. Oh, the valley. Well, anyway. For those um, listening, Kent is better than Auburn. (laughs) Yes. I'm just joking, Auburn people. That's factual all three Auburn people potentially listening. So we are now looking at the, uh, <laughs> the time to strike is now. That's right. Um, chapter well, the three is in chaos. And what we find out is the brilliant forgers at Valley forgery that are apparently led by the incompetent ancestor of George Washington have a printing press. And one dude is carrying the entire printing press, which I'm going to say that's impressive. Like, why haven't they employed that guy to take people out? I know he is that that dude. I don't know. Him and Martha should throw down because like he can carry a printing press and Martha can like carry all that other stuff. And man, that's crazy stuff. And in their genius plan, which is maybe why they're freezing their asses off in the cold and living in tents, uh-huh. is that they're going to counterfeit $1 bills. Well, it's easy to circulate that way, Dan. He carried that copy machine. Do you know how heavy those old Xerox machines were? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember trying to move the one in the debate room. Oh, that was so ridiculously this guy doesn't need he just <laughs> like, picks it up. he just go his, beat up people his poor back you think he's his, invulnerable do you think his like his his low back is hurting or his knees or his hips or his ankles oh my gosh he's a i he don't know broken. these guys are printing one dollar bills they're freaking geniuses i think if i try to do that i might well i mean i know i know what would happen to me because like literally i almost died last week moving a giant machine myself so nfl blitz machine almost killed me and those things are heavy and i I can't even imagine like i i know like i was praying for death the next day hence why there was no episode last week but i mean this guy dude he's 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 on some uh, next level business right there well you know we've got that and 
more importantly, way more interesting than George Washington, George Washington, whatever he is, is uh, Walt Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean toys ad. Oh, what? Are you serious? Shut up. Where? <laughs> There's Flip not. The page. Flip the page. They're not there. I'm looking and I'm not seeing it. You don't see it? No. Well, you're not as cool as me. No, I gotta I gotta make an excellent extra cash by, you know, stealing somebody's social security number. Yeah, flip the page. And then uh You got a two page Pirates of the Caribbean spread. No, I got wacky hands and or ugly hands and trick baseball. Really? Yeah. Well, you must have an air, sir. I don't have I don't have what you have, man. Well, Let's keep going then. Yeah, I will make get karate. Sure. Throw your voice. Secret well, book safe. You must have a page tearing it torn out. So, uh, chapter four, invasion. Ugh, I like this and, page. I really like how they did that with the the word invasion and the the Minutemen climbing through the word itself. I think that 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 choice art style is really cool. I like how. They did that. I like how these guys with muskets are taking out the U.S. Army. Well, I mean, in all honesty, like just imagine getting like the just the sheer shock of getting hit with a musket ball when you're not, you know, you're like, what the hell? (laughs) I guess I guess they would be like the the guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they've got Um, machine guns. (laughs) In fact, it says right down at the bottom, I urge you, Mr. President, let me call out the army to crush these renegades. Um, because they yeah. captured the National Guard as <laughs> the National Guard was incompetent. Oh uh, my. You know, I mean, they're there to protect and to guard and not to necessarily I mean they're they're trained they're trained, but they're they're not necessarily <laughs> there to fight. Well they didn't do a very good job, and so these guys with muskets and cannons are invading the White House. Well, um, if you they, know, if you saw a bunch of people climbing through a giant word, I think you'd be scared too. So they, so he's challenging General Gregor to a fight. Okay. Yes. And uh, this is this is really fascinating. Okay, so we're about to have a fight. Yeah. Which one is Aaron Burr? Um. Let's see. Oh, it, between the two of them, or. Between Prez and the general, who like who's Aaron Burr and who's Hamilton? That's oh, my question. Well, I mean, like obviously Prez is Aaron Burr. <laughs> Prez is Aaron Burr? Yeah, because I mean like he wins. <laughs> yeah, well, we got the fight going on and <laughs> and the Prez takes him out and he's like, You've got to kill him, you got to finish him. And uh they uh all won't the let way, him do hood. it. Freagle won't let him. Eagle free. Sorry. Eagle won't free. Let him do it. The oh revolution God, will proceed to attack the men. Charge. Yay. Okay. And like to the finish. So, well, because he sends out like, I mean, well, he sends out. Gregor throws, sends out like a monster of a man, right? I mean, he sends out his, his own, like his big henchy. Not the guy that was moving the machine, but a different guy. And they're, they're just battling it out, you know? And it's like, 
just a, a bunch of slaps and thuds and thwacks and quacks and whacks and cracks and stuff. And I think one of the best pieces of feedback I've got about our show um, yeah. from a listener was uh, they listened and had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah. And I think <laughs> you're going to listen to this right now and you're going to have no idea what we're talking about unless you pick this book up. Oh, yeah. That's the best part. I'll make sure I link to the to the I'll link out to the the press graphic novel because we have a full on fight between tanks and men on horses and men on horses um and Prez is calling or crying because he has to uh, call out the army and he calls out the army to smash them and they do and he says it's enough hold your fire and they stop the fighting and then they rope him. Oh yeah. They're like, they got him wrapped up like a rope around his, his neck, dragging him by but one horse. of the guys saves his life. Sergeant hood, Sergeant hood runs out. Yep. He like, he headbutts a horse. The party's he over. Lost and he's a real fighter. And so they come back. And so the Prez, uh, Prez was against the guns, right? He was for, he was for gun control. Yeah. And so he goes back and in unprecedented times here in 1973, mm-hmm. um, Prez changes his mind about one thing. So he says that uh, to speaker members of the house, uh, the day I passed from Cali youth to a mature man, I have learned from this tragedy that force cannot be met with cool phrases, love or flowers. And the, re- the repel, I mean, the, uh, <laughs> the indistinguished political party members, you're learning prez. You're with us now. And the Democ, I mean, the other people are calling him a warmonger and a traitor and a hawk. And so he makes one decision and immediately all of Twitter has now flipped and now he's, I mean, all of the, the Senate house has flipped wherever he's at here. Yes. And they've changed their mind. Now half of them still hate him and half of them like him, but it's flipped. And now we must bind up the nation's wounds, malice toward one and charity of all. He's calling for unity. Because it's the only way to, to bring people back together again. And one of the distinguished members of the house makes fun of him saying he must have done a term paper on Lincoln once. Well, maybe he did. He probably did. I mean, you usually have to do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's fascinating. Um, this is, this is, this is wild, man. It is. It, it, I mean, like it's, it's it's crazy how it all kind of comes back around and uh and you know you got free eagle telling him he's gonna go down to history but uh but prez is like hey you know we gotta we gotta keep our keep our guard up and if you really want to dig into this you need to read the prez edential press conference at the yeah text piece at the end of the story (laughs) yeah it just makes this even wilder. The I love I love this. I urge <laughs> I, I urge people. I, huh? I know you I know you love this. This is one of the reasons I picked these books. I honestly like I, I I feel like 
this this book like these books definitely they're they're ridiculously timely for today in such a such a weird weird way and they're they're ridiculous like they're ridiculously timely and they're ridiculous they're I think I think the weakness here, and no disrespect to Joe Simon, but if I was going to find a weakness in the book so far, they are everywhere, right? They are are nuts. Um, like like what kind was he like on DMT or like some sort of acid? Like, and the art, Grand Eddie's art, and the coloring is insane, right? Like it is. Like I am, I'm getting tired reviewing them because they're overstimulating, right? They're so overstimulating. It's a lot to take in. You, you start flipping through and I mean, it's when you're reading it to yourself, it's one thing when you're reading it and trying to explain it to somebody else that probably hasn't read it and might not, but hopefully, hopefully the listeners will pick these books up and check them out because they are, they're, they're really cool. They're, they're, they're fun to read. They're oddly educational, <laughs> oddly well, educational. They're, they're also art pieces, right? I mean, oh. I think if you're, if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for some, some really unique approach to comic art and yeah. a lot of Kirby crackle, but I think Grand Eddie puts his own spin on a lot of this. I think oh, it's a yeah. little bit less blocky oh. than Kirby in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some where the, I mean, the Kirby influence is really clear, right? Yeah. Very clear. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely there. Um, but it's almost like too how Kirby's very blocky. Yeah. Um, I think this art kind of, like we said, goes back and forth between that blocky style, but then also he can paint a scene differently, right. To make it stand out. For sure. Um, I, I kind of feel like too from the beginning of the book series to where we are in issue number three, you see a very young goofy kid that thinks, okay, my not my mom named me Prez because she wanted me to be president someday to a young man who has become the president to where we wrap up at the end of this issue to a young man who has grown up through all these different things. Now, all these experiences looking out a window and looking more aged in a sense. Right. And he, he's definitely an older looking prez. And it's, it's interesting, the art choice in that. Uh, and, and you see that even when he's talking to the, to the Senate, or you know the house or the the people in the he's just got a, a his 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 face is more aged yeah and i think it's interesting this is the pres- presidential press conference mm-hmm. and just reading a little bit you know it says um prez says he's being interviewed your generation had their turn prez snapped my generation feels that there are a lot of things that could be better. The reporters were bristling. Roger Morrison of Worldwide sprang up and said, what things he challenged. And here you have the focus of the book, right? Poverty, aggression, tax inequities, corruption, the price of food. Press put his hand on Eagle Free's shoulder, the treatment of Indians, organized crime. And they note the president has done his homework. So, you know, you, you, it's they intended to go after these things, clearly. But... 
it's it's wild man it's it's i keep saying it's wild that's the best description i have of it because it it's a crazy piece of art that goes after so many issues at once and then we get to issue four well i think that's one of the things that makes it it's it's one of those it's it's sad that it's kind of one of those forgotten books but it's also great that makes it a found book too, right? It's something that you can go back and find and you're like, oh man, I found this really great piece of art and it's it's got so much there and there's so much meat left on it and there's so much of a meal to be eaten uh, with your eyes in both the art that's done on the page and in the panels as well as in the in the words that are there on the page as well, right? There's so much to be discussed. And that's a wrap for episode 258 of Funny Book Forensics. Join us next time as Greg and I continue our discussion of Prez covering issue four and some universal monsters.